Shalom to all. Today's office of Psachim Tafzadi Dalit. We are starting five lines from the top at the beginning of the line. Now, the Pusuk says that if a person was on a Derech or Chaika, then he's putter from Karim Pesach and brings Pesach Sheni. The Tanakhama permission to find Derech or Chaika as the distance from Yerushalayim to Modin. And the Gemara says, Tan Rabbanan, Hayyayim and Chosel Modin, a person's outside Modin. However, he could jump on a horse or a mule and make his way back into Yerushalayim. You might think that he's Chayv Kares for not doing so and not bringing the Karim Pesach. Tamalayim, the Pusuk says, if he wasn't along the way and he failed to bring the carbon Pesach, then he's Chayav Karis. But this person was along the way, meaning he was distant from Yushalayim and he is not Chayav for not bringing the carbon Pesach. He was within the distance of Yushalayim to Modi'in, but he wasn't able to get into Yushalayim because of the camels and the caravans that were preventing him. You might think that he's not Chayav for not bringing the carbon Pesach because he was on the road. The Pesach says he wasn't along the road. He's not considered along the road. He's not considered distant from Yerushalayim because he is within the requisite distance and therefore he's going to be chayv cars for not bringing the carbon Pesach even though he was prevented from doing so by traffic. Now, we had said in the previous Gemara that a person can walk 30 mil during the day, an additional 5 mil from Halais to Nates, and another 5 mil from Shkia to Tseis. This is a total of 40 mil, or 10 parsa. And now the Gemara says, Amarava, Shita Alfe Parsi Hava Alma. The world is 6,000 parsais, which means the distance that the sun travels during the day is 6,000 parsa. Vesumcha de Rekia, and the thickness of the Rekia, Alpha Parsi, is 1,000 parsais. Chada, the first measurement of 6,000 parsais, Gemara is a tradition that he had. Vechada, and the other Number of a thousand svara, it's logical. And how do we know this? Rava holds the memory that Rabbi Barbarchan said in the name of Yechanan, what's a distance an average person walks during the day? Yud parsais, that's 10 parsais again, which is 40 mil. A person can walk 5 mil from Alois to Nate. Another five million. It turns out that the thickness of the rakia is one sixth of the day. Now, how exactly does this work out? In Ravas Chajbin, the sun travels through the thickness of the rakia during Alois Nates and Shkietzes, and therefore, since it travels six thousand parsa during the day, it must be that it travels through a thickness of a thousand parsa at these times. Hence, the one to six ratio, six thousand to one thousand. But now, Mesa, we ask a question on Rava. Rabbi Huda he tells us as follows, The thickness of the Rekia is one-tenth of the day. How do we know this? How much does an average person walk during the day? Ten parsa, that's 40 mil. From Oles to Nates, it's four mil. Another four mil from Shkia to Tseis. Now we have 32 mil left. Nimseis, that turns out that the thickness of the Rekia is that's one-tenth of the day. And this is not only refutation of Rava, it's also refutation of Ula, who holds the same thing as Rava. How is this refutation? Because according to Yehuda, the cheshben of the ratio of a lois nates, or shkiat says, is 4 over 32, which is really 1 to 8, as opposed to Rava that said it's a 1 to 6 ratio. And now the Gemara asks, Let's say this is a disproof to Yechon also, because he had said that a person can walk 5 mil from a lois to nates, or from shkiat at says, and we had just said that it's only 4 mil. So our Melechah, Rabbi Yechon, will tell you, I was only talking about the distance a person can walk during the daytime hours and not the Alois Nates Shkiat Seis hours. For Rabban Hudakato, and it was the Rabbanon, meaning Ula and Rava, they made a mistake. They also calculated the amount of time a person walks if he starts out early, a little bit before Alois, and if he ends late, a little bit after Tseis. Therefore, you're going to get five mil in these times and not four mil. And they made a mistake. It wasn't me. And we continue asking, let's say this is a disproof to Rabchanina, because he had told us in the previous Gemara that light 
flight went from Sodom to Tsayar between Alois and Nates, and that distance was five mil. And our Brasset told us that a person can only walk four mil during that time period. The Gemara says, Loi, not a question. Shani. It says in the Pasuk, hamalachem es light, that the Malachim, they hurried light along. So if you're hurrying, then you can travel five mil and not four mil. But a standard person who's not hurrying is going to travel only four mil during that time. And now we're going to bring another refutation to Rava. Tashma, Mitzrayim haya Abrameis parsa al Abrameis parsa. Mitzrayim is 400 parsais by 400 parsais. Or Mitzrayim echen mishishim bekosh. And Mitzrayim is only 160th of kosh. Vekosh echen mishishim ba'olam. And kosh is 160th of the world. Va'olam echen mishishim began. And the world is 160th of Gan Eden. Vegan echen mishishim ba'eden. And Gan Eden is 160th of Eden. These are two different places. Ve'eden echen mishishim ba'gehenim. And Eden is 160th of Gehenim. Nimsa kalalim kulai kikisu gedera gehenim. That turns out that the entire world is like the cover of a pot of Gehenim. To Yofta, this is a refutation to Rava. That's because the entire world is much more than 6,000 parsais. Because if Mitzrayim is 160th of Kush and Kush is 160th of the world and Mitzrayim is 400 by 400 parsais, then that means that this world is far greater than 6,000 parsais, a disproof to Rava. Tashma, we have another disproof on Rava. Tarnat Ve'elayo, a brisa was taught in Besmesh Ve'elayo. Rav Nasan he says as follows. Kala Yishev Kulay, all of civilization, Tachas Kaychav Echad Yeshev, it sits, it rests underneath one star, which means all of Civilization is the size of one star. How do we know this? Teda A person could look at one star, walk eastward. I mean, that star is still in the same place and it hasn't moved. He could walk in all four directions. I mean, that star is still there. That shows us that all of civilization is just underneath one star. It's the size of one star. This is a refutation to Rava also. How is that? Since the world is definitely more than a thousand parsa and one star is as large as the world. And there are many stars, and the sun traverses all of them. Then the sun clearly traverses more than six thousand parts on a daily basis. And we continue with another refutation on Rava Tashma And when the constellation of Egel is in the north, Va'akrav Badarim, and the constellation of Akrav is in the south, then that means that Bechol Hayishav Kuli Enu Yeshav Elabain Egla LaAkrav. That the entirety of civilization is in between Egla and Akrav. That's because if these constellations are visible to the north and south respectively from any point in the world, then it must be that we are all in between. Them. And let's take this a step further. It takes the sun only one hour to pass over all of civilization. How do we know this? Because the sun only enters civilization for an hour of the day. And how do we know this? In the fifth hour of the day, the sun is in the east. And in the seventh hour, the sun is in the west. Half of six and half of seven, meaning half hour before and half hour afternoon. The sun is on top of everyone's head. It's right in the middle of the sky, noontime. And this is assuming that noon occurs at the same exact time universally. Tiofta, this is a refutation to Rava. How so? Because if the sun traverses all of civilization in one hour, which is only one twelfth of the day, and all of civilization is more than a thousand parsa, that means that the circuit of the sun is far more than six thousand parsa. And we continue with another refutation on Rava. What answer did that Basco give that Russia talking about Nebuchadnezzar? Bashasha Amr at the time Nebuchadnezzar said, Alabama say of I'm gonna ascend over the tops of the clouds. Adam Elyon, I'm gonna liken myself to Hashem, who's being called Elyon. Yatza Baskova Amrloy Basco came out and said to him, Russia ben Russia, you're Russia, the son of Russia, Tsadi Dalad and Bezanta, Ben Benoshal Nimrod Russia, you're a descendant of Nimrod Russia. Shahimid is Kola Ilam Kolaya Alib Malchusai. He turned the entire world against me and had the whole world rebel against me. Kamashnais of Shall Adam, how long is a person? 
only four. Shivim Shana, 70 years of him. Begvura, Shmanim Shana, maybe 80 years. Shanemar says in the Pasuk, Meshan Yisena Behem Shivim Shana, the life of the years is 70 years. Vim Begvura, Shmanim Shana, and maybe 80 years. Min Haaretz Al Rakia, Mahala Chamesh Meshana. The distance between the earth and the Rakia is 500 years. Vaviv Shal Rakia, and the thickness of the Rakia, Mahala Chamesh Meshana, is also 500 years. Ubain Rakia, the Rakia, and in between the first Rakia and the second one, Mahala Chamesh Shana, is also 500 years. Mechain Bain, Kal Rakia, Rakia, and also the distance in between each Rakia is 500 years, and there's seven different Rikiyas. And what did Hashem tell Nebuchadnezzar? You're going to be brought down to Sha'al, El Yarkasebar, to the depths of the pit. To Yufta, this is a refutation on Rava because we know that the distance between the earth and the Rikiyah is the same distance across the entirety of the earth, and the distance of 500 years is definitely far more than 6,000 parsais. So we have refuted Rava from many different angles and many different prices. Now, before we continue, we're going to have a quick introduction. We know that the earth spins on its axes over the course of 24 hours and also makes an orbit around the sun over the course of 365 days. However, if we didn't know that, an observer would think that the sun and the stars are the ones revolving around the earth. Said observer would also note that the sun and constellations and various stars do not remain in the same position in the sky, not in relation to each other or in relation to someone standing on the ground. This is depending on the time of the year or month, depends on where the star or constellation might be. He would need an answer to that. Now, the reason for this is the subject of our next Gemara, which is going to be a machlaikas between the Jewish and Gentile sages. They both agree that the sun orbits the earth on a distinct path, as do the constellations. Now, orbit, in Gemara terminology, is called a wheel, a galgal. Their entire argument is whether or not there are two separate orbits happening or only one. According to the Gentile sages, there are two separate wheels, two separate galgalim. The constellations are set into one of the wheels. These do not move. However, as this wheel crosses crosses paths with the sun, then the entire wheel tilts to make room for the sun, similar to a plane turning. The entire plane banks to shift position, and that's why the constellations seem to have moved. The wheel they're set into moved. However, the Jewish sages maintain that there's only one wheel of orbit. The constellations are not fixed within, and therefore, as the sun crosses their path, the constellation itself moves out of the sun's path and then shifts back into place. Now let's take a look at this in the Gemara. The Gemara tells us, Tanra the Jewish sages say, Galgal Kavua, this wheel, this orbit is set, and the Mazalas, the constellations, they're the ones that are shifting in and out of place to make room for the sun. And the Gentile sages say, Galgal Chaiser, the wheel is actually moving out of position, and the constellations, they stay fixed within the wheel. And Amar Rebbe, he says, I have a proof for the Chachamim. We never find that the constellation Egel is in the south, and the constellation Akrav is in the north. And according to the Chachamim Agayim, that the entire wheel wheel is constantly getting shifted, therefore, eventually, the constellation that was visible in the north should be shifted and visible in the south, or vice versa, and we know that that never happens. So it must be like the Jewish sages. However, Moscow for Avachar Yaakov, Vidilma, perhaps these two wheels, these two orbits, are kibbutzina derechaya. They're like the blade of a mill, inami kitzinar didasha, or they're like the pivot of a door, meaning it's possible that it's like chachmei umasa'elam, that we have two orbits, and these two wheels rotate on different axes, and that's why the position of the sun and stars are constantly shifting. So we don't necessarily have a for the Chachamim. And more discussion about this, Chachmei Yisrael Aymrim, the Jewish sages say, Bayayim, during the day, the sun travels underneath the Rekia, and so we could see it. Ubalailan, at nighttime, it travels above the Rekia, it goes over the Rekia, we can't see it, and then it goes back into position. And the Gentile sages say, Bayayim, during the day, the sun travels underneath the Rekia, and therefore we could see it. Ubalaila, and during the night, it actually goes underneath the ground, meaning it travels underneath underneath the entire earth, going back into position. And Amar Rebbe, Rebbe says, it actually seems to be that the Chachmei Umas 
right over here. Shabayim, because during the day, the springs, they're very cold. That's because the sun is in the sky and it's not warming up the springs. But during the night, they're actually warm. That's because the sun is traveling underneath the ground, warming up the springs. That's why the springs are warm at night. Tanya, we have a brisa, which is similar. Reb Nassim he tells us, during the summer, the sun travels in the highest arc possible across the sky. The whole world is hot because the sun is traveling in such a high arc, it has the ability to warm up the entire world. However, the springs are cold. But during the winter, the sun travels in its lowest arc possible. That's why the world is cold. And the mayanis, the springs, they're hot. Because again, the arc of the sun during the winter is very low and only warms up the corners of the earth, which is where the springs originate from. That's why the world is cold, but the springs are warm. And we continue talking about the sun. There are four different pathways that the sun takes, which means the sun shines four different strengths throughout the year. Nisan Ir during the spring months, Mahalachas Baharim, it moves through the mountains, so that it can melt the snow. Tamaz Elul, during the summer, Mahalachas Bayishav, it moves through civilization, in order to ripen the crops. Tishrei Marcheshem Vikislev, during the fall, Mahalachas Bayamim, it goes throughout the oceans, in order to dry out the rivers. Teves Shvat Ba'adur, during the winter, Mahalachas Midbar, it goes through the desert, meaning out of civilization, so as not to dry out the seeds that are germinating in the ground. And now back to our Mishnah. Rebbe Lezer had said that what's considered distant, a person is far away, even if he's right outside the Azara. The Gemara asks, even though he can walk right into the Azara, and he would be chayv in Karma Pesach, and we don't tell him he has to go in. Vatani, we have a brisa. Yehudi Arel, we have an uncircumcised Jew. Shaloi Mal, he didn't get a circumcision before Pesach. Anush Karis, he gets Karis for not doing so. That's Rebbe Lezer's opinion. So we see very clearly that Rebbe Lezer holds that if a person is able to make himself chayv in the Karim Pesach and he doesn't do so, he's chayv kares. Amr Abai, he answers, The heter, or the dichoy of derech chayka only applies to someone who's tahar, but not tame. In other words, the dichoy of derech chayka is across the board because the Torah doesn't stipulate that you must come back from your derech chayka. And therefore, even though you're able to not be, quote-unquote, b'derech chayka, you're still pater. However, a tame, and for that matter, an aril, are only potter because of their current status. But if one has the ability to change their status by becoming tahar or getting a bris, then they are chayv kars for not doing so. Whereas Rav Amar Tanai, he it's actually machlekes tanai what the definition of derech chayka is. The Tanya have a brisa. Rabbi Leizer Amar he says nemer richok makam pesach nemer richok makam b'maiser. It says richok makam when we're talking about bringing the carbon pesach. It also says richok makam when we're talking about maiser sheni malalon. Just like when we're talking about maiser sheni chutz achilasai, it means that he's far away from the place where he's able to eat maiser sheni, meaning out of Yerushalayim. So too, when it says Rihok Makam, when we're talking about bringing the Karm Pesach, it's talking about he's far away from the place where he's able to eat it. This is not like Rabbi Lezer in our Mishnah. Rabbi Yasser, Rabbi Huda, I have Rabbi Lezer. However, Rabbi Yasser, Rabbi Huda says in the name of Rabbi Lezer, it means he's far away from the place where he does the Karm Pesach, which means the Azara, and that's like Rabbi Lezer in our Mishnah. And Kaman Azal Hada Amr Yitzchak Bar of Yosef, like whom is the following Memra from Rabbi Yitzchak Bar of Yosef, Bitmeim, when we're trying to make a Cheshbin of how many people in Klai Yisrael are Tameh and how many people are Tahar, we go based off of the rive that are in the Azara at that point in time. Keman, who's that like? That's like Rabbi Yisib Rabbi Yehuda that says the name Rabbi Yazar that who's considered Chayv in doing the Karma Pasach? Only someone who's in the Azara. And therefore, 
only people that are in the Azara right then at that point in time were going to make the Cheshbin based off of who's Tar and who's Tameh. However, if they're right outside the Azara, they are not part of the Cheshbin of Tameim and Tahirim. And just to conclude our Mishnah, Amr Rabbi told Rabbi Lezer, that's why there's a dot on top of the letter Hey of the word Rechaika to say, even though you're not physically distant, it's still considered like you're distant and you're potter from bringing the Karim Pesach. Tanya Rabbi he says, the Pesach tells us, Derech, Shemeani, I hear from there, Mahal Yamim, that you actually have to be a distance of two or three days out of Yerushalayim. Kshuaymer, but then when the Pesach says, the person wasn't along the way and he didn't bring Karim Pesach, so he's Chayav Kars, Magad that teaches us, Shemeskupas Hazar Ulchotz Kar Derech, the from is Kupas Azara, from the threshold of the Azara and outside, that's already considered Derech, even though you're not physically distant, since you are outside the base of Mikdash, you are not Chayvin bringing Karm Pesach, and you would be relegated to Pesach Sheni. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up with a brand new Mishnah tomorrow. Everyone should have a wonderful day.